this is a podcast that I recorded with a friend of mine from Australia. He has a podcast that focuses on dads and their relationship with their kids and parenting and uh, support there for other parents, especially dads. Uh, And so this is a podcast that I did with him talking about uh, the intricacies of parenting a child with special needs. And so you'll hear a lot about how we live our lives with James and how we need to parent him in a different way and how if you are friends with someone who has a special needs child, you can get involved in their lives and how um, you can connect better and build better relationships with them. So this is a, a podcast that I did and I hope that you gain something from it and it adds value to you and to your life. Thank you for tuning into Dad's Time Out. I'm talking to Ryan Fernandes, our first international guest, and he is from South Africa. We'll be talking about being a dad with a special needs child and how you can support these families. For more episodes or to support this channel, visit www.leebrands.com.au. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dad's Time Out. Thank you, Ryan, for joining me today. Um, it's, um, I just want to say... Uh, thank you for three big reasons uh, that number one that you've agreed to talk about your journey and no doubt a difficult one number two it's uh, 6 a.m local time for you in south africa but uh three o'clock nice and sunny 22 degrees here in melbourne mm-hmm. and number three you're the first international guest i've had on dad's time out and would have loved to have you over i <laughs> couldn't get the first class tickets to you in time <laughs> for today <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so let's start off. Um, tell me about your family. What, what is, what is your journey in this space? Sure. Well, thanks so much, Arthur. It's um, lovely to to chat to you from somewhere like twelve thousand kilometers away. That's um, amazing. Yeah, it's amazing what what technology can do, hey? Yeah. So, of course. I have been married for I think it's eleven years this year um, to a beautiful woman called Tracy and uh, she's uh, she's pretty much the the thing that keeps everything stable here in, in the house um, but uh, yeah so we've been yeah. together for married for 11 years and then seven years ago my first son was born James yes. and um, beautiful little redhead boy so uh-huh. we have to invest a lot of money in sunscreen just yes. to make sure that <laughs> he well, well, don't worry about coming to Australia then. <laughs> you have to spend double. It's okay. We'll cover. We'll cover him. You know, we'll cover him in all kinds of things. So um, we might have to put him in a plastic bubble to shield him from your rays. Yes. And then I have a little girl. She's now three and a half. Her name's Charlotte. Um, yes. Yeah. And. Uh, the, the the two temperaments are absolute polar opposites. So we've had to relearn how to parent uh, with with our second child. Firstly, she's a girl and James yes. is a boy. She's intense yes. and James is relaxed. And yes. then obviously the, the quite obvious one is that uh, James is what they call neurodiverse or autistic. Okay. And then my Charlotte is... She's neurotypical, so okay. 
that's sort of the terminology that is used, but you know, it, it's not it's not insensitive if you if you call the one sort of typical and the other one a little bit more a little bit more unique, you know. Yes. Yes. So, so yeah, that's that's pretty much the makeup of the family. Um, yes. And have you um. You know, with all these uh, personalities in the in one household, have you have you been able to um, find a find a nice well as nice balance as you can you can get it? Um, <laughs> that that's that I think that's the challenge. Eh? That's the challenge is to is to find your stride. Uh, and uh, we've we've tr- we've tried we hit our stride and then something changes. And then the, then you lose your stride and you get out of rhythm and then you've got to start again. Um, so you know with with James, a lot of his issues we try to work with medication to try and help him to to cope. Um, yes. And so when we change the medication, which is a fair amount of time, just so that okay. we can start to get the balance right, mm. then it's it throws him and then it throws the balance and then we, then we have to sort of pick up the pieces again, but again, it's not a it's not a unique situation to us. I think there's there's many families that one thing will will trip up, and then it's about finding that rhythm again. And and yeah, I, I don't know if it ever stops trying to get the right rhythm and and just not being able to get there. But yes. you know, you make do. Yes, is is that because of um, is it because of changing the body and and, and growing up that you need yeah. these changes all the time because because this is um well it's something completely new new for mm. me i've never i've never um i've you know i've seen people maybe in the clinic who've talked about these types of things or learned about mm-hmm. it but to talk to someone uh, firsthand you know this is uh this is something very new for me and yeah. Yeah, do a lot of um, do most parents go through this this consistent change in this medication and, and behavior and everything? Sorry, uh, my daughter has just arrived. Oh yes, <laughs> and, and, and she's hi. Hi, can. is it um <laughs> is she providing you breakfast? Uh, uh, yeah, no. She just wants to to be part of most of my life, and um, oh yes. So well, she's, she's most welcome. She's most welcome. I just want to I just want to give her a phone, and this is going to show really bad parenting. Um, yes. Because the phone will play something, and that will keep her occupied for five minutes, so that we can I can do what I need to do. Yes, oh. but I'm sure I'm the only parent that does that, hey? Yeah, well, we'll um, yeah, we'll we might have to discuss that another time, maybe maybe off off air as well. <laughs> uh, because because okay. of course I never do that, right? Uh, good, good. Well, you know, <laughs> there's some ideal parents. We all move towards your your example, but you know, others of us still stumble, hey? No, I I only did that when they were um. Maybe uh, one years old. <laughs> I okay. have to confess. <laughs> well, at least you're honest. At least you're honest. Yes. Um, but Arthur, just to get back to your to your question, um, you know what what we started to realise is that 
uh, obviously with his condition, a lot of things would trigger meltdowns. And um, yeah. ultimately, it's not for our sake. It's it's really when you watch him in meltdown mode, you can see just it's overwhelming and he doesn't know how to cope and the anxiety just, you know, sort yes. of uh, escalates and escalates and escalates to a point that he can't even think straight. So, right. so we, we saw neurologists uh, many times over his life just to try and help him to to cope with those conditions and um, most of the the interventions are therapeutic and and doing play therapy and um, occupational therapy and and those kinds of things but to augment that we've we've also looked at medication and so he's on two medications which have really now started to help him to be able to focus and to be able yeah. to block out a lot of the the things that trigger him. Um, mm. Yeah, exactly. And now, so now we've hit a really good um, mix of, of medication and therapies and we're starting to see real development and real growth. But yeah, um, you know, I think most special needs children will will have some kind of medication that has to also help them to um, just to cope. Yeah, that's all right. Um, and I guess your family and or extended family around you have played a big role in helping um, helping you through this and helping helping James as well. Yes, um, yeah. I think you know that that's been one of the most incredible things for us is to. You know, you, you see these beautiful movies of how self-contained most families supposed to be, but yes. you can't. Um, yeah. You've got to lean in very heavily to, to that support system that you've got. And yeah. then, you know, sort of just let them know, you know, we, we're struggling to cope. And it's amazing how they've stepped up and really helped us. And often it's just about looking after the kids for an evening so that we can go and experience normality just for, for one night. Yes. Um, or just to, you know, sort of come through. So we don't go out much because these yes. different conditions will just stress James out. So we have yes. to do a lot at our house. And so the family would then come through here. And yes. also if they plan family events that they actually really are cognizant of, of what James needs and to set up that kind of environment for him. So yes. they've had to adjust in the same way that we've had to adjust. And without that uh, support system, I mean, we would be so isolated, um, mm. you know, and it's, I think that's that's a journey of many special needs parents is you do feel very isolated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, one thing I'll also like to ask from that is um, uh, what about the support of your friends? And the reason I ask this is, you know, we've had uh, friends who who had a child with special special needs and mm-hmm. reaching out to them had been uh, very difficult. We didn't know what mm-hmm. to say. We tried a few times to be available and make contact and understandably no reply because of the testing times for mm-hmm. mentally and physically for the parents. So sure. the result is uh, unfortunately um, in this case we've no longer had any communication, which is very unfortunate. So mm-hmm. I guess my question is that for for friends as well, on, on the other side, uh, how, what's, what is the best way to approach a situation like this? Is it about mm. giving more space, giving more more space, or is it about being persistent in making mm. contact and offering to be, to be that friend? Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts? 
Well, look, just by you asking that question shows that, you know, you, you're on the right track. Um, I think too much space and eventually we feel that, okay, well, we've got so much space that we actually so far out that the, mm. the contact's been broken. So yeah. although space sounds nice, um, it, it, it can create more isolation. The, yeah. the, the best thing from, for our, from our side is just to ask. Yes. So, you know, there was a stage where, and, and, and it's, it's natural. So the, the one nice thing about being a special needs parent is that no longer are you competing. So yes. the developing, the development of your child and the development of my child is two yeah. very different things. So we, we watched our friends, uh, kids go to grade one. Um, yes. Our kid has got an individualized education program, so there's no grade one. So yes. they had this celebration of the child in a school uniform. We had zero celebrations. And so mm. often our, our journeys are so different that we actually can't sort of connect on that level. Yes. But the friends that have really stuck around are the ones that have made the effort to say, look, we, we're having a party. Would James like to come if he comes, what are the, the things that we would need to do to make sure that he's he's he would feel okay? And they know him well enough to go, okay, well, you know, he's not going to do this, but he is going to do that. So we will make accommodations. Now, we're not saying cha change everything so that we can accommodate one child. It's yeah. just the, the small things. And yeah. we as parents know our child fairly well. So... Mm. You know, just to ask the questions and say, look, you know, how how can we help you in terms of if you if you want to go out, if you, uh, you know, so how can we support you? If you ask that question, well, we'll we'll give you some really good advice. But yes. often, when you don't hear the question, you go, okay, well, you know, thanks for that. And and again, no judgment against against friends that you know they they've got their own lives to live. They've got their own challenges. Mm. But there are certain special friends that have really just sort of stepped up and yeah. made sure that we were included. Just just to be invited is a is a massive thing. Um, yeah. And then we can, we will often just make up our own minds and we'll gauge on the day how how James is doing, and yes. then we we'll either say yes or no. So that also is you know not to take that personally if if we last minute sort of step out just because yeah. seeing what's going on with the kid and. Um, we just don't want to risk it. So yeah, yeah th those kinds of things are really awesome. If if a if a friend can get involved and just ask the questions and accommodate and invite, I think those are yeah. three three important things. Well, I think it's something that um you know that even for me to to take to take in because it's not uh it's unfortunately it's not a rare occurrence that um, mm -hmm. we, we're in this situation. I guess um one more thing is um. For, for listeners who are now finding themselves in the situation and the realisation that they may have a child with, with special needs, extra needs, mm. you know, is there a word of encouragement or, or, yeah. or something that you can, you can give to them as a, as a dad to a dad? Sure. So there was, I think I'll, I'll start from right from the diagnosis. And I think, yeah. you know, we had seen certain developmental changes that weren't in line with what we had expected. 
yeah. you, you can sort of hear my son slightly in the background there. You yes, might hear yes. more of him. <laughs> so so when, when we had got the diagnosis, the initial thing that, that I did was to do as much research as I possibly could. Yes. And there was a, there was an author who wrote Cloud Atlas, and his name's David Mitchell. And he wrote something that, that I think sticks with me and um, hopefully will will bring a little bit of perspective to special needs parents. Um, he speaks about, he went to go and see a rabbi and the rabbi was saying, you know, when you start off in parenting, it's like planning a journey to, to Italy. And so you learn the language, you pick out the sites, you sort of get yourself excited about what you're going to go and do in Italy. You get on the plane and then the plane lands and it's not in Italy, it's somewhere in the, in the Netherlands. And so you've got two choices now. You can either sit in the airport and moan and cry and grieve that you've lost this opportunity to see Italy, or you can actually go out into this new place and, and discover it and find the beauty and find the wonder and, uh, and, and find the joy in this new uh, situation, in this new uh, place that you found yourself. And I think that's been a, a massive thing for us is to to discover that our journeys are very different, but they're equally as as beautiful and as as wonderful. You just have to approach it in a different way. And so, uh, yeah. So it's 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 really about the mindset for for me. And um, what special needs really does is it makes you have to live in the here and now. You can't project about where we're going to be in five years, where we're going to be in ten years. You really just have to enjoy the moment and, and sort of, you know, work through it in that exact moment. So that's been a, a massive thing for us. But uh, besides that, also just find people. Find people that, firstly, in your family and your friendship group that are going to become your um, your foundation. They're going to become the people that you that you lean into. And then also connect with people with special kids. Um so it's such an important thing to know that you're not alone, that you're part of a bigger community and that the challenges that we face are the same as what they face. And it's amazing when you when you feel like, OK, this is not abnormal. This is actually part of the process. And so we've had to follow, uh, you know, uh, YouTube channels and podcasts and get involved in Facebook groups just so that we can feel, okay, our reality is another person's reality and we're not totally isolated. So it's, it's, that has been a good way to, to deal with the situation. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for your time. I'll let you get back to your day and, um, you know, I hope many listeners, whether they have a a child with special needs or no friends in that situation have learned mm. and can apply the things that um, you have you have said today so so thank you again thank you for listening to this episode of dad's time out i hope you enjoyed the episode for more episodes or to support this channel please visit www.leebrands.com.au